we're recording. Cool. Friday, 3rd of July. <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you got? Your turn to start. Oh, man. So I feel again today, like, I, I think I had only probably about two productive hours out of the entire four hours. Okay. That's like a 50% effort. <laughs> <laughs> like, Okay. And a bunch of it was due to just like a terribly um, staggered start. Yeah, we had like the kids. I was watching the neighbor's kids still and our kids and had to go pick Jan up from kindy and the yeah, timing just didn't work quite well. How come you and... Why didn't Why I, did I go pick him up? Because I was going to... I don't know. I thought oh, about Dewey this later. Still we didn't asleep. even like... Yeah. No, Dewey had woken up. Has he? Yes. Okay. And... Yeah, we just didn't think this through. Like, <laughs> it was all happening, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. There's a few things to iron out in our planning. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it will go on the days where I get to have the morning. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to we'll start alternating. Yeah, so next week's my first yep. week of having a morning. I that just will think, be interesting. Yeah. Mm. And either I'll just head out first thing or yeah. you will take the kids out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think it'll go better. Anyway, so what I ended up doing in my two measly production productive <laughs> hours was um, I looked at project, like doing some project stage planning. Okay. So rather than going, I didn't want to narrow it down too much to like, from this week to this week, I need to do this, have this done, and from this week to this week, that. I wanted to make it a bit broader. Ah, oh, so, so just to be clear, so project stage, you mean... I'm going to, in, so the, like, in the project that you're doing, you're going to do this for this many weeks and then that for that many yes. weeks. Is that what you mean by Yes, that's stage? what I mean. Yeah. yeah, like a stage. Like the first stage for me would be one of formulation. Like what is this yep. Yep, idea? Sure. Mm-hmm. And getting it out in front of a few people, yep. like friends, family, but also old colleagues, getting their feedback. Okay. Um, And then the other one, well, the other phase is then the actual production of the first. Yeah, sure. As a test, First, would you start probably a as test? a test, um, and then obviously go from there. Yeah, sure. But I don't think I'd publish them live for pub, pub public viewing on YouTube until I've got a bunch of them together. Yeah, you've had that thought that you just yeah. drop them, or at least have a backlog and then drop them every week or two. Yeah. Okay. So oh, I wasn't going to mention this, but my. <laughs> Two nights ago, you and I had a very late night oh, sort yeah. of brainwave yeah. of an idea. I think we were talking about Hallmark <laughs> movies. We were talking about Hallmark. Hallmark movies and mysteries. And, and why were we talking about Hallmark Because <laughs> I have a very bad <laughs> habit of when I am doing mindless activities like dishes or cleaning to watch Hallmark movies. Where on I don't YouTube. have to on YouTube. <laughs> Well, actually, to be honest, to be fair, I did email Hallmark. and Well, I tried to get a subscription to make it all, like, legal and fair and above board. They'd only service people in the States and Canada. I thought it would so have been... So I'm back to doing the black market of YouTube. I would have thought... No, no, they'd get a... No, but YouTube must, be, YouTube must be fine for those... No, it's not. So many of the videos get removed. Oh, I just... <laughs> 
That's so funny. So I feel a bit bad, but anyway, it's like it's not my fault that they won't cater to us. I thought that they would have here had in a, New Zealand had in a market that would have figured out how to take down YouTube content if that was there. Wow, there you go. You're a black oh, no. market YouTube like Hallmark watch. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, at eleven thirty p.m. the other night, lying in bed, Matt and I go, "What does a detective do each day? Like, what is, what?" Does they day? Oh, we need to lay down the logic. So, Hallmark. Hallmark. How we murder movies and mysteries. Yeah, I love those series. And then I think I said you'd be a great detective. And then we do like (laughs) what actually does a a detective? Not in the movies, but what do they actually do on a day to day basis? basis? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're like, dang! Imagine a YouTube series and the day in the life of all these random kind of like. careers or jobs mm. Mm. and then i was like this is awesome i'd be <laughs> i'm so curious about this i'm curious about all these jobs it would be a great excuse but then i was like well how does this link to sport mm. does it have to link to sport like do i just lay the sport thing to bed for like to rest for a little while mm. but then we thought well it could be like the day in the life of a sports person or a Sports psychologist or hmm. whatever. Or someone that just doesn't, like, we talked about Kiwis that just happen to be influenced by sport. Like, for example, uh, a farmer who's a passionate rugby support or watcher, hmm. how does that play into their life? That's right. Um, how does sport play into their life? See, there's, there's legs here. I reckon yeah. this could be awesome. I just don't, Yeah. So now I'm left with like two epic ideas and I haven't given it much more thought of what to do. I hate having to narrow things down. I'm just like, I want to choose both of those options. What are the two? So the one would be the the spouses or the partners of athletes yep. and just their stories. Yep. Um, so and then the other one would be this that we're talking about now. So it's broader, like people of a nation somehow connected in various different ways to sport. Beautifully and said. And you're digging into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I, okay, can I ask a question? <sighs> yes. Because one of the options is completely ditching the sport idea and just going about the day in my life. How do you think about that? Because, yeah, ideas can shift. They, but, they can shift. It's quite disorienting to shift and there's a bit of grieving yeah. going on. Yeah, if I mean, that that is, you, case, you like, I would have to grieve if okay. I did do that. I think because I really well, like this other idea as well. Well, that's something to notice because you don't have to give up ideas when a new cool shiny <laughs> one comes along. <laughs> but that's interesting. Like, so you've got a few ideas now. A couple ideas. So I don't even know how to go about this, and so I've got two ideas that are different ideas. Yep. I guess now I've got to do what you do <laughs> <laughs> and actually put them in front of some people, maybe or. I don't know. Something that's interesting about um, ideas is that if you try to think about how they get implemented, that starts to... Um, give what do you mean a... how they get implemented? So, um, so say we've got these two different ideas. Mm-hmm. One is the spouses mm-hmm. and one is the people of, of a nation. Um, when you think about implementing the spouses one, you're going to have to find a lot of spouses. <laughs> and that's going to have a particular shape to it. Yes. When you think about implementing the people of a nation, 
there's a bunch more options. It's a different type of thing, but actually, if you think about the day-to-day implementation of it, it would look different. Mm. So different ideas, like, uh, not only, like, it's got a... The day-to-day implementation for me, myself, yeah. or for... Yeah, what would, what would you be doing? Would look in... different. Oh, I guess I'd still you... be going out there doing the story. I guess so. You'd just have maybe a broader audience would be easier, um, maybe, more flexible, because you've got a broader base of people you could interview, like everyone. Mm. <laughs> like least... anyone in New Zealand. <laughs> well, at least in, like, uh, yeah. Anyone right around the world, how exciting would that be? Yeah. It's just so cool seeing the differences and all the nuances. And, yeah. I, anyway, I mean, but they both, we're like I guess... eight minutes 43 in and we <laughs> partly haven't started. <laughs> I guess, I mean, they're both part of the same idea, which is behind the game. Yes, totally. So. Oh, hmm. It does excite me. It excites me so much. What, what? Both of these ideas and possibly more the one of... Oh, no, I don't know, because I really, like, I loved, for instance, chatting with the wives of the Breakers players, you know, the Breakers basketball players. But then again, that could easily fall into their story of... That'd be one of the... sports influences that, like, falls into their life. Ooh, this is more, like, breadth to it, which I tend to like. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't mean, narrow my options. It does seem like a subset of the second idea. Um, yeah, but maybe the thing to watch is that it also changes, like, the viewers, who would be the audience, changes slightly. Who, maybe. How do you think it changes? Uh, I don't know, actually. Maybe not. Maybe both ideas. It's people interested in human interest. Um, yeah, and, and how you do the storytelling, like, well, I mean, this would be not just national sport and the place it has in their lives, but it would be like their kids. Well, yeah, we talked about the um, the guy you met the other day cleaning the this the guy driving the truck that cleans the, the street, um, oh, yeah. and he he talked about his grandkids and how, yeah, like what what's his, his... truck features in their lives. Yeah, and, and also like going back. By the to way, the... this was a um, I was running. We heard a street cleaning truck coming past and so we sprinted down I sprinted down to the road with my two boys one year old and three year old Dewey and Jan and we're like running after this truck just watching it with this this cool (laughs) mechanism of like spraying and then there's like a sweeper that swivels and there's a massive vacuum cleaner suction pipe and um the guy ended up stopping letting us into his truck and he had a granddaughter who was so into his truck and his granddaughter's whole kindergarten had been able to sit in this truck and have a piece of it. Mm. So So you can imagine potentially he goes along to maybe her weekend soccer games, for example. Um, and that... So he's a street a guy who drives a street cleaning truck but he in the, his sport in his life is yeah it could, it could be do whatever do you think it is. this could become just a little bit monotonous though like it would be the same thing over and over for a bunch of people maybe but no, I guess this challenges the idea like the humans of New York guy how deep can you get into stories to get the uniqueness oh that's so true that's yeah. a challenge for you mm. <laughs> oh, I would love that so much but I mean, I think there's what's interesting is that say he's influenced by sport, but it's not necessarily he's just watching All Blacks games. 
it's what does it mean to go along on Saturday to his mm. Actually, I have, and just thinking about sport and the influence of sport, I have an acting mate who he started diving into sports psychology to help him get over his fear. Oh, uh, interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Of auditions and actually having to, you know, like show up on the day and do his gig, you know, that yeah. type of thing. So that's yeah. an interesting way that sports affected him. Go, going back to <clears throat> the do you stay with the sport thing sport obviously is important to you <laughs> uh, and that's yeah, probably something it. to notice is that i was I'll, yeah I was, I was chatting to a founder this morning and one of the things we we're talking about is if you can tap into something you're for whatever reason passionate about those things are gold because one of the things that most um causes startups to fail or maybe projects to fail is people quitting because you just run out of energy and you just mm. like you don't have like the ability to just do this long term. So whenever you find that kind of vein of energy, um, for whatever reason, that's something to pay attention to. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Cool. This is I need to explore this more, but not on podcast. Not right now. <laughs> that was very helpful, though. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Um. So I ended up anyway before this conversation now going. If I'm looking at. Like, what would the experience be like of trying to get my first story done by the end of November? So it's uh-huh. July now. Cool. By the end of November. Um, that's 20 weeks away. Mm-hmm. Give or take. Because, oh, I'll probably take. <laughs> because, <laughs> let's be honest, like, I'm not going to get any more, but it might, some might take, be taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking, well, eight to 10 weeks more of this formulation process. Mm-hmm. And then eight to 10 weeks of, for like, for the pre all the way from the pre-production to post-production okay. phase. Yep. Um, man, it feels like so such a long time because I'm used to like news where it's like daily turnaround or whatever. Mm. But yeah, half a day, once a week, I guess this is very different. Okay, I was going to ask, how did you come now. up with these time frames? Was that just thinking through the actual what would be activities? Needed to do? And again, Within it's half a day. so rough. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know what challenges or issues mm. are going to come my way. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. But you've had experience in production mm. of these types of things. And then I was like, yeah, that would be cool to get the first one done before the end of the year. But then I was like, I don't want to move so fast, though, that I'm not moving reflectively. Sure. Like, I want to reflect both on the project itself, but also, like, on my own life dynamic. Like, hmm. what's going on in my own inner state? You know, what is... How is the whole mum life going during this? Um, yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd shoot for it, but <laughs> I don't even think I've told you this. I've been asked to do two other projects. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> and they would totally throw the timing out of all of this. <laughs> That's it. So the first one was, um, it's a paid video production for a for um, Graham. He's an ENT oh, pediatrician okay. friend of mine who wants to do some videos for his private practice. Sure. Um, so that's a paid gig. I'm actually kind of excited about that. Just getting back into the swing of creating videos again it could be a really just like easy, low key kind of one for me to get back into it. And what would you be doing? In it? I'd be doing everything, so like filming, filming, editing, directing. Okay. Editing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then the second one, <laughs> hear me out here, okay? Okay. Um, it's 
helping a non-profit organization who are working with people in Red flag. Last, I know, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, just stay with me, stay with me. Yeah, I'm staying with you. <laughs> um, who, I have worked for non-profits for okay. a bit. Right. Anyway, um, <laughs> they work with people in their last weeks of life. So oh, it could wow. either be like elderly yeah. or people who were terminally ill. And um, they found that there are lots, there's lots of care and support for these guys physically mm-hmm. um but not and sometimes even like mentally but not necessarily spiritually mm. and that was a thing that people think a lot about in oh, those totally. stages of life yeah interesting so they started working with people in this way and they've got this um training program that basically runs for two hours on a night once a week for six weeks okay and they want to turn this training program into a video that can be basically done at like a one day workshop around the country, around the world. Interesting. We'll just mobilize a lot more people. Sure. Um, uh, so far, you'll be proud of me. I have not said, yeah, I can do that. Um, <laughs> Sign I, me up for a hundred hours. I know. <laughs> well, part of the reason is I don't really have so. I, I told them I don't have all the sure. equipment, you know, like editing software okay. and all that that I have anymore. I have the camera, but I, yeah. Anyway. That's something actually we'll need to Think figure, about. figure out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I said what I would be available for the, at this stage is actually being the the technical know-how person that can sit on all the planning. So going like, I um, this is what you will need technically from a video point of view to actually consider. Okay. So the first meeting for that is next Wednesday. <laughs> 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 but I haven't actually said I'll do, I'll do the anything else. I said I'd put my feelers out there to see if I know of anyone who could film and edit it for them. Sure. Okay. Okay. So anyway, but if I do engage in these <laughs> so two projects, it'll also throw out my whole thing of like, will I be able to do something by the end? Get my first video done by the end of the year. Yeah. And that then just begs the question of like, well, do I want to be available for these kinds of projects? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'd like to be available for. I definitely do not want to film the NGO one, the non the yeah. non profit organization one. Like it's yeah. just, it's dreary filming. Sure. Like it's going to be filming Stay a there. person talking for however many hours and then editing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a slideshow over it. Basically, <laughs> it's not something I want to. Okay. Do but. I'm very help, happy to help. Like, it's a cause that I think is so important. So yeah, I'm pretty happy to help. I mean, they it. sound like cool projects. That's an yeah. interesting question. Like, how do you yeah. do the... How do you, like, actually hold cool. that as well as this desire to do this other stuff and stay focused? Yeah, that old chestnut. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um... I think it can be easy for your own thing to not necessarily feel like a thing. So when you look at comparing it against other projects that are structured, have time, have money, have all the like typical project stuff, mm. then it's hard to compare. You go, ah, uh, okay, I'll just do these things, and then um, and then when I've got time, I'll do. Mm. But um, time is not something I have much of. I have four. 
hours a week to <laughs> do yeah. this other project. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's something i got to think about a bit more, I guess. But I have... I mean, it's a cool situation to be in that you've got some cool options here. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway. Interesting. Um, and what I did end up doing was in light of this and um, these two projects and that I'll most likely in the end have to do some of the editing myself with these, this behind the game YouTube series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, a little while ago, I looked into what are some of the best free editing software sure. programs online, and this I basically decided to settle into the DaVinci Resolve 16, which is what is that? It's just their <laughs> editing software. It's by from Blackmagic Design. They of course it is. <laughs> I watched a tutorial on it. Okay. Well, I started, and then the kids interrupted, okay. and that's pretty much where I got to with that. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, we can invest the money in this kind of stuff. No, this one looks epic. Okay, it really cool. does look epic. Right. Um, I something that I've been just we'll just stop there and carry on. <laughs> something that I have felt like sorry is <laughs> something that's been weighing on my mind over this week has been man. This feeling like people listening to this podcast or people, I don't even know, are there people listening to this podcast? (laughs) But if there are, and also other people asking me about, like people in my life asking me about how my project's going, I just have this like a little bit of anxious feeling that they're not going to take me seriously enough because I'm not moving fast enough. Mm, Interesting, yeah. And, um... Yeah, that's just a tension. It's an odd tension for me to be in. And I guess I've got to just got to remember what season I'm in, because I am very much still a full time stay at home mum mm. with four hours a week that I'm spending exploring this next season and what I'd like to be doing, and hopefully coming like actually being able to dip my toes into it already. Mm. Um. But yeah, I guess, and I also don't want, until our children are in kindergarten and school, I don't want to be, have my work taking me away from them. Yeah. And it's taken me a long time to actually get to a place where I'm content with being a stay-at-home mom and where mm-hmm. I treasure this time. And um. yeah, I guess I need to remember what this half day is for and that there's no pressure to actually come up with something and get going right now hmm. but I'm, that's really hard because I'm also like I'm an activator kind of person I need to get going on stuff I, I hate sitting around in the idea phase for too long yeah um it doesn't feel like you're <laughs> sitting around I mean it seems like you're trying to get inspiration you're gonna be moving into like I, I assume the next that formulation stage will be with Mike figuring out exactly how the thing would run yeah um, there's, it's a bit of an interesting new tension for me as well because it's like when I first became a mum and for three years after that mm. it's been a tension of harking back to what I was able to do career-wise Sure. Um, where now I've actually after three years finding and finding that contentment I've actually had a taste of the really cool like like the how cool it is to be 
a stay-at-home mum and like the the environment you can shape the adventures you can create like the yeah the dynamic you can shape in your family and actually that there is a freedom that that you can discover and amongst all the monotony and logistics and um i mean i don't always feel that but i've had tastes of that what do you mean freedom like there's a freedom for me to right now while the kids sleep yeah there's you know like cleaning and all that kind of home stuff to do but i can also decide today i'm just going to do macrame or macrame whatever it's called you know projects sure. for our carport nook you know yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. like or i can yeah i can do all these other creative projects or sure. i can today decide i am going to create this epic adventure for our kids you know yeah. and we're going to do that or whatever and or plan the weekend for our family Mm -hmm. or whatever um yeah so there is a freedom in there that i've been able to discover whereas if i now were to go and actually fill up my whole time with um sorry my mind just drifted because i looked at the time it's 25 minutes in and we would have lost so (laughs) so many people like again my mind goes to what if people were listening They'd find this so boring, a stay-at-home <laughs> mum talking about her little Weasley ideas and the like. Anyway, is that is that? I've got to keep remembering this. No, this po- this po- yes, totally. And this podcast okay. is not about that. It's about you and I connecting on what's happening for us mm. in this project space and life space. I and totally get the tension though, because compounding <sighs> compounding any stereotype is. The idea of any creative project. I've got a metaphor. So let's just say, like, if you're going to build a... Um, <laughs> I'm kind of stretching it here. But let's just say we're going to build a little house for some chickens in the backyard. Mm. And the house... It was like That's not that far-fetched. I've been wanting to do that. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, maybe anyway, carry on. So this house is made out of brick, and there's a hundred bricks that's going to go into... I mean, it's just a hundred. It's a big. Hundreds a lot place. of bricks. No, okay. it's not. Okay. So anyway, like, we're getting distracted okay, from carry on. my analogy. Yeah. Trying to okay, craft here. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So um, so you got a hundred bricks. Um, when someone what asks, is this? A house for eggs? <laughs> so if someone asks like, "How are you going?" You've laid twenty bricks. You can say it's going well. And the next time someone asks, "How's it going?" You've laid sixty bricks. You, like it's a linear path between like one brick to a hundred bricks, and you know how far along that path you are. Mm-hmm. So it's like at eighty bricks, you know your way. Far but do you know of... what's hard for me, mm-hmm. Matt, is the fact that I am. I'm sitting alongside you here. You are like your whole week is apart from a few hours that we've carved out for you to have more family time. Yep. Your whole week is about work and career and creating these projects and um like that is your realm and that is a cool realm to be in like (laughs) according to the majority of the western society you know whereas i'm talking here about like um zoo trips for the kids and (laughs) like um, having to watch the neighbors' kids and how that's influencing my four hours that I have to work, or yeah. like me going like, I want to do this new project, but I also want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, 
in my mind I'm going like, yes, these are the real issues for me. But anyone else listening to me would be like, boring. But and yet they're my real issues. It's like, first of all, problems are still problems too. <laughs> Stay at home, mum, problems yeah. are still problems too. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that could be part of just a cultural understanding or misunderstanding of actually what, like, it is to be with kids. Uh, yeah. Where things aren't necessarily always open to the right and you just don't know mm. like progress you, progress is hard to measure in the yeah. same way as it is in a career yeah. but like, I, did, I did want to finish the chicken the coop analogy. <laughs> <laughs> compounding that whole morass of things is is reporting back on progress on any creative project because you can't actually say it's not like you're, you're building a, um, a hen house out of 100 bricks because because you might be three weeks in and you don't actually know like how far along you are because it, you you could throw the whole idea out and start again or do something different. Like creative projects aren't linear. They aren't just going from one brick to a hundred. So compounding even that problem is the sense of when someone says, how's it, how's it going? How do you know how to say how progressed it is? Maybe you could say what, what has been created. I don't know. But mm. But when you're doing something from scratch... Especially if it's something that is new, um, progress is not as much as we'd all love it to be just linear, and you just put more time in, and that means more results. Mm. Anyone who's done anything that is like new, hasn't been seen before, is mm. coming in a new space, knows that it's like these things can take a long time and are unpredictable and frustrating. It's a mental game, so there's that compelling as well. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, I have two more points. <laughs> Gosh, we've taken up the whole time with just me. I'll do a short report. Okay, good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. <laughs> I've done stuff I'm this still, week. Still Matt. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> um, so the other interesting questions that were posed to me this week, actually by your sister, they were posed oh, yeah. to both of us, mm. was some things like rather than looking at actual concrete goals around this product that you want to reach, like in a typical... Yeah. management you know system what about going well looking ahead what do you want home life to look like mm -hmm. looking ahead what kinds of things would you like to be able to do as a family or mm -hmm. as an individual like looking ahead what effect do you want your product to have on the people it serves and mm -hmm looking ahead, what kind of effect do you want your company to have on its employees and their lives? You know, like those kinds of pictures, actually zooming out a little bit as well. So it's broader than the project. It's the more project like a meta-meaning kind of yeah. purpose. Yeah. And the impact of what impact, we Yeah. Yeah. So those were really interesting questions. Did that you I, have, I didn't do much it? of it, no, no. But I'd like to do some more. And it was something that I wanted to note down this week because I was like, that was a, that was a really interesting angle that Beth came at. Yeah. And yeah, post to us. I'm yeah. keen to think about that more as well. Because, yeah. yeah, your future state, like, and I think one of the other things you mentioned is, like, what what would that future state enable you to do then? Like, yeah. what further things could you create or do from yeah. that future state? So that's, yeah, interesting. Mm. I mean, it's interesting also in the regard of, I mean, you'd already, you already struck it when you were going down the lines of doing a Sky News show when you step back and you go, oh, actually, if I did achieve that, 
this would be the impact. I'd and that's be, not what I want. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like, this would be the impact of my time and uh, yeah. And on family life and all that. Yeah, totally. Okay. The final thing was a friend of mine who happens to be our neighbour, Julia Bloor, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, told me once about this elderly lady she'd met who had achieved and accomplished so much in her life, but she only ever did one thing at a time. Huh, okay. Yeah, and that just blew me away. I was like, so one thing in each season, and she did them fully. Huh. And that was actually something that helped me in my journey towards becoming content as a stay-at-home mum going, you know, like, I'm a stay-at-home mum right now. I'm, like, this is what I'm doing, and I'm doing it fully. Kind of thing mm. while trying to also stay sane in it and mm. you know you need stuff to give you life as well as as much as your children are wonderful um so yeah just landing th- that again coming full circle to the stuff that i'm thinking of is like i want to doing these projects give me so much life yeah but they won't give me life if they're out of season and the season that I'm in the stage that I'm in right now is a stay-at-home mum and so I need to remember that and keep doing this one thing fully okay as well as except for those four hours that I have so you're saying like yeah that four hours is okay but not I think I'm speaking to myself in in that tension of third person (laughs) yeah (laughs) in that tension of wanting to accomplish things faster and move faster and have more that's happening yeah okay wow so there sounds like a lot going on here um so (sighs) the idea is um, is coming together but then there's these broader tensions of like meta challenges about doing anything Mm. which is like how do you speak to it when people ask how do you Mm. like i mean i think it's good good reflective stuff to be Paying attention to as we go, as yeah. I go. Oh, the realities yeah. of, of this kind of process. Mm. Okay. Anyway, let's move on quickly. You've is got two minutes. Other... <laughs> <laughs> Did, um, <laughs> what What does next week look like? Do you know yet? Or you'll figure that out when you hit those four hours? Um, you'll be in the morning. I will. I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Next yeah, week. I'm... I, um... Yeah, I'll do some things. I'll do, <laughs> do some things. <laughs> no, I do have a list somewhere of stuff that I'll go back to, but I can't for the life of me remember what's on when it now. When are you thinking of catching up with Mike? Around there? Or are you guys oh, still Oh, he getting... still hasn't gotten back to me, so maybe I sh- I'll just give him a call. Actually, I should yeah, have done yeah. that today, but today was such, so it was again so higgledy-piggledy. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit... That is interesting, eh? When, when, like, I need to figure stuff. out... I only got four hours a week. I need to figure out how to make those four hours all count. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. I did a bit better this week ago having some early nights yeah. and I felt the energy today yeah, actually nice, and nice. F- concentration level. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, let's go, let's go. You, cool. <laughs> you, your turn. Um, yeah, so I uh, have been having more chats. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm up to 21 of 100 founders, <laughs> which is good. Like it yeah. feels really good just to be in that flow. And like, and the 100 was the guy from yeah, Superhuman email thing like, eh, that yeah. he told you that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and great conversations. Uh, one thing I mentioned last week is I've changed my invite email that I send out to people from being, hey, now being quite clear that I'm trying to build something in this area. Oh, yeah. And it was, yeah. So not just I want to talk to you about your experience of 
yeah. in this area, but yeah. I'm trying to build something in this area. Yeah. Now that I'm, because there was, I guess, a bit of those questions of like, do I actually want to build for founders or for designers or something? Yeah, um, or something quite different. Um, but yeah, I'm being more and more convinced that I do want to build something for kind of, and particularly solo founders, small teams. Like, I just feel drawn to for whatever reason to that. Um, well, that, again, as you told me, it's like you've, for longevity to happen, you need to have that passion. Yeah. And this is obviously a passion for you. Yeah, yeah, mm. interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I had more chats. And I'm starting to, what's interesting is now that the conversation is much more geared around, I'm actually going to build something. Like, there's a lot more interest and space to um, chat about, like, where my thinking is at. Like, and people are quite keen um, to chat about what I'm interested in building. Um and, That's so cool, eh? Yeah, and by the way, there hasn't really been any impact on people. You know how we, we were wondering, would people, hearing that I've got some ideas or want to build in this place, go, oh, this He's is going to be a, pitch it to me. a sales pitch? But <coughs> that really hasn't been an issue. Oh, so fascinating. Um, if anything, the conversations are just richer. And the ideas that I've got, um, so we, I, basically, I hear their story first, because uh, I always want to hear, hear, hear their story and see see what's their situation mm-hmm. um, and it's always helpful for to refer back to when we are talking about ideas um, but man the conversations are a whole new level of like sometimes ideas are really good prompts into people's stories and ch- and, and kind of like really an actual tangible idea yeah good. yeah oh. and, and, and it really does kind of get people to kind of uh, reflect more and kind of give more nuanced feedback as to um, their situation and the needs and what's going on. So, um, yeah, I've had some really good, um, really good, like, in-depth chats now. Um, but, like I say, deeper. What are some of you, have you had some standout like, moments? Yeah. Um, so, it's funny, like, I feel like my learning curve is so high now that to, to say, like, what I think is true <laughs> feels weird because, like, each week now, things are developing changing and, and, and changing. Developing. Mm. So, it's a kind of, an interesting space to be in in terms of speaking again like speaking where you're at because like creating something new there's there's unknowns that you're kind of barreling through and trying to turn unknowns into knowns um so but yeah what i guess a couple of thoughts i could probably pull out to to wrap up is um because by the way i'll be continuing this i've got two or three um chats lined up for next week now um so i've i'm kind of putting out between 10 and 20 invites every week now um so it was a 10 week 10 invite week this week um and that will probably be what it will be for the next number of weeks um but yeah so ideas what what i've kind of realized i've I've thought for a while that that founders early stage founders don't spend money um but it depends on what turns out they like of course people running businesses do spend money um but um, I've started to um, increase, I guess, the, 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 the frame of my thinking. So so maybe to flesh this out a little bit. So I've been focusing a lot on how people um, talk to their customers and tools that help them make that those conversations more meaningful, um, more effective, like getting the right feedback um, because mm. it's very easy to, as we've discussed before on this podcast, it's easy to... Um, ask questions oh do you like this product or do you like and people Mm. give you oh yeah sure 
And that, that's not good feedback. No. Because uh, you go so away and you So will you give me some money for it? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So, so there's ways of getting good feedback and then there's a lot of feedback that is not helpful. And, mm. and even people that aren't necessarily your customers giving... Everyone likes to give feedback. But not all feedback is, is helpful or clarifying for someone building something. Um, so I've been focusing a lot on that. And just the nuances of that or the, or the, the ways in which the conversations get set up. The ways to make that way more efficient um, so that like because it can take a lot of time and can be quite distracting as well if it's uh, if it's confusing for founders when they've they've usually got more things to build in their product than they have time to build it mm. what i've kind of stumbled across is a couple of things one being that a um a founder and particularly a a founder who is not trying to do a high growth startup that they're going to put 80 or 90 hours a, a week they've got a, a investor backing them Mm. Um, so, but the, the large amount of founders who actually do things as a side project that starts and it slowly builds over time, those kind of founders, uh, have other things going on in their lives that they like, for example, they want family time, they want more flexibility, they want to travel. Um, mm. and yeah, the, yeah. Carry on first. and one of the things we've kind of happened to dig into with these recent chats with founders is that it's kind of a bit scary as you start to, um, build a product and sell a product and get customers and grow a business what you're actually committing to mm-hmm. and, and how that actually impacts your eventual lifestyle huh. so so and you find that something that most founders have in mind is how it'll impact their eventual lifestyle well i think they are thinking that they're not just thinking about the product and the interaction with customers they're actually thinking about the business yeah. and what it's becoming and and there's a lot of unknowns there mm-hmm. so this morning one of the guys i was sitting to in florida he is said it the one i walked in on yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just um, had a baby four know, weeks four, ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's cool. Um, so he was saying, as I started to charge a customer, he said it was a bit, like, a bit scary because not, like, all of a sudden I was now, respon- like, accountable to them mm. or responsible, mm-hmm. like, on the hook for, like, actually doing the things that they really want. And he said, yeah. psychologically, that was a bit weird. And, <laughs> and I'm kind of now looking at the new customers that are coming in and all of this is further responsibility. Oh, man, so yeah. So you, you can see how customers, depending on how they set up their customer feedback and, and manage that expectation with customers, they could kind of get themselves caught out. And that's why you get, like, I'm answering an email at, at 1 a.m. Or, um, oh, my God, of like, course. It makes sense. Because, yeah. yeah, the customers like would come in, and particularly when you've got a product that's used around the world, so there's different t- time zones. Yeah. And, so that's what, like, that's what happens at a business level. For founders, not necessarily a product deal. So something like your idea to have feedback and voting, not or like rather than voting features up or down, or it's actually just telling how end. would you use this? How do you use your this product? Yeah, I'm starting to think about. So, could you structure like? And, and I've had a few um, people kind of call out for like it'd be great to just structure all the feedback that's coming in. it's coming on from all over the place and a bit messy and, and but now i'm realizing actually it's not just about keeping things nice and ordered it's actually about creating the kind of business that you that's not going to take over your life oh wow and that's something that's so dear to you and i as well like mm. it's really important to us so totally. actually how yeah and it's interesting so many other people want that and yeah. it's something that well it's an interesting insight challenge least, we're so gonna be wrestling with and others yeah. are probably wrestling with it too so that's oh, interesting that's so, cool. so that's like it just gives more nuance to this this idea that it it may not just be about 
giving the most effective um, conversation, but it may be about creating the business that you want and just so happens that part of it is creating great conversations. Um, but it's more around the broader, how do you kind of structure this feedback as it comes in so that part of it, you send people to places that they can kind of have a, um, not necessarily survey, but a way of like providing feedback in a lighter way. And then, and then the founder has a few more controls or when he wants to dig in and chat to people and are there and ready. So there's, this yeah. seems so like there's it's going to be a very full tool. Like there is a whole bunch of like, just listening from you yeah. to you yeah. right now, it's like, there's this continuum line of challenges that it's trying to serve. Yeah. At what point do you say this product is going to do this, mm-hmm. but it's not going to do all these other things. Yeah. Because I can imagine it getting super complicated if you're trying to make this one little tool carry all of that, all of that, yeah. that need. Yeah, there's probably a couple of thoughts on this. One is that um, it's kind of thinking while you're considering um, what the product needs to be, it, um, you're also considering what is it actually doing. You know how I said last week, often founders will, will launch a product and they don't actually know why it's valuable. Like you launch something and then people start using it for a different thing. Reason, yeah, yeah, And yeah. like I was saying, I, I've been focusing on how do you help people have these great deep conversations and get good feedback. But what if the whole time the actual value was that they didn't necessarily just want to just go deeper all the time. They had... A bit of that, maybe that would be helpful. But the real challenge was they actually wanted to structure the feedback so it didn't take over their life. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. That doesn't necessarily make the co- the product more complex. That like Because the product could start in the, exactly the same way, like a, a website that you send people to and then they start their feedback there. But, yeah, it's a different future for the product. Like it's a different way in which you improve it. Like you improve it more features around the controls you give the founder. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so you always got to come back to start something simple um because that's you're limited by your time to actually build something um but it's how do you build it out and in what direction do you build it out and that's the big question because you can build it out in a a direction that that means it's not used like Mm. something that's all that valuable or something that becomes very valuable Mm. and and finding what people actually need or what they're trying to do that gives you that direction so yeah so I, i think that's been an interesting little insight um so i've I've still got a few ideas that are kind of starting to... Like, Other ideas that you want to test? Your I, I, like ideas I kind of am now. So basically in these conversations, I'm chatting about some of the things I'm thinking mm. and, and, and keeping it quite light and, and ensuring people that I'm not trying to... I often say, oh, my caveat is I'm not selling you on any yeah. ideas because um, I don't necessarily know what I'm going to build yet. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I just want to put people at ease. Uh, there will become a stage where it will be like I'll have a chat do you tell them in in the email Um, as you start talking to them often as I start talking to them the emails I try and keep super short like they're basically just three sentences Mm. almost yeah yeah Um, because there are like people just don't read like if I got an email from someone I don't care who it is if they they gave me like a a long email excuse me don't have time for that it's um, late and I've had too much to drink. <laughs> this, so, yeah. this is an amazing beer, by the way. Panhead Hazy IPA. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. It was very um, nice. So, yeah. So, um, good things so, kind of emerging. I um, I was doing a bit of prototyping. 
this afternoon. So I'm yeah. trying to do this in parallel now where I'm um, kind of making things. So I'm not letting the conversations stop me from making things because often making things while you're in conversations is also just a helpful thing to bounce off each other. So, um, mm. yeah, so that, you know, how that idea, which was soundboard, um, it might come back in a different form now um, mm-hmm. uh, in something that is a, a website that founders could send their customers and they, the challenge on it will be helping step their customers through to identify their needs um, and then how the custom, how the founder then engages with that. But I've explicitly surfaced that with a few founders and they're like, yeah, that sounds really fascinating because, um, yeah, the, how I've, I'm, I'm continuing to adapt that idea as I'm understanding more and more how the whole system of things mm. works. So there's that. And then another, I've got two other ones that are kind of slightly different angles, which I won't go into now, um, but um, they're kind of forming as well. So, um, yeah. And, and when do you kind of, have you got a timeline of when you will just make a call and do something? Oh, no, no. You said it's going to be, you're going to talk to 100 people first day and then yeah, and it, emerge closer to that rather than... Making yeah. a timeline on it. Yeah, and it's okay. and it might I might get to fifty, <laughs> and I'm like actually no, this is just obvious, obvious. now. Okay. That's what I'm always after. Like, what's the obvious thing? Like, once you talk to people, and it just keeps you keep finding exactly the same patterns, and it's reinforcing, and it just sits really well and mm. ticks a lot of boxes. Then I, I won't delay just for the sake of numbers. Um, but yeah, yeah, in my mind, I've got like hundred people. Yeah. That's, oh, that's cool. That's and that's really... quite settling as well. That I've got a way Yeah, to go. so you kind of know what you need, just need to chug along with each mm. week. And there's a trust in the process. Yeah. A faith in the process. You know, of just, yeah. it will emerge over this time of talking to 100 people. Yeah. But I'm finding already that, like, I think I'm in good area now. So mm. basically, each of the founders is like, well, that sounds really interesting. Please let me know when you've got something that I can mm. play with. Um, so getting closer. I think you're kind of just listening to you is making me go, I probably need to put my two ideas in front of some people mm-hmm. and to a bunch of people sure. and just go kind of feel out which way people are leaning towards and where actually, if I force myself to actually talk about it, I'll soon realize also, is there legs on this mm. one or not? Or is there, maybe there's more longevity yeah. in the other one or, you know, options on the other one i mean the interesting thing with you because i think with any idea it's always interesting to ask what's the risky part of this so yes there's the well not not risky what's the unknowns here so yes there's unknowns around like would people want it would they enjoy it but it's going to be hard to test that without the actual sample yeah so but also between now and then you've also got the unknowns are like what's it going to be to produce this and you know how you and I talked about, like, what would be com- some constraints you'd put on? Like, would you make them three-minute videos or one-minute videos? Or would you have a certain style? And these are the conversations with Mike. Like, what's the... Mm. And so those are also unknowns um, to be figured out. Mm. And sometimes making something or actually starting to think through some of those things could be barreling some unknowns kind of out of the system before you get to those the other unknowns or would people love it? Mm. Um, yeah, no, that sounds good. But, yeah. We should do these podcasts earlier in the evening. <laughs> I'm fading, eh? 
We should. We should. I'll be sure to probably as well. Yeah. <laughs> that was good though. That was good. Yeah, great chat. Yeah, it's been a and yeah, it's been a good week. Like, I've got it feels more like... to chat to you about, but I'll like that I want to dive into more about the stuff. But I can do it tomorrow after a good sleep. Hopefully, cool. a good sleep. What am I, am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's not been good in almost two years. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's wrap it. Cool. Till next week. Bye-bye.